uh, and that is the which I just want to just throw that to us first before I will go straight to the message. And that's the fact that the Bible says the just shall live by faith. Yes, Amen. And just this is a word for someone, uh, and that is that we must exercise ourselves to live by faith and not by sight, not by our feelings, but by faith. Uh, the thing is this, um, if you don't train yourself to live by faith and by the word of God, uh, you will, to be easy for you, uh, to be, to be easy for you to, to stumble. Or better still, it will be easy for you to be swayed away by the, uh, tsunami and the rivers of life, okay? Or the flood of life. If you don't know how to live by faith, it will be easy. Because, uh, one thing is not, one thing is constant, and that is the word of God. Uh, everything else is variables. Like everything else, there are variables. Uh, our feelings. For example, uh, we must learn not to live by our feelings. Amen. We must learn not to live our feelings. Uh, feelings are good. I'm not saying feelings are bad. Feelings are good. Sometimes, sometimes the impression of the spirit can, you know, transcend to your feeling, okay? That you feel the, the mind of the spirit. It's possible. It's possible, okay? It's possible. But not all the time. There are times when you feel bad. There are times when you feel down. But you still praise the Lord. Am I communicating to you here? There are times when you feel things are not, you literally feel things are not working the way you expect them to work. And they are all staring at you. Life's challenges are staring at you. You can literally feel it. No money in your pocket. You're hearing this news. You're affected by this. This is happening there. This is happening there. If you are not careful, it can swallow you up. If you don't know how to take your stand. That's why, you know, the Bible says, count it all joy. On Thursday, you know, uh, Minister Esther was, you know, giving that charge. He said, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. You know, look at what he says there. He didn't say, ah, we understand that you are falling in diverse temptation. Um, you know, um, you know, yeah, you know, just feel according to the temptation. Because the temptation is diverse. And it can, it can, it can, it can, you know, bring out a, a, a reactive feelings that, you know, you could be sad because of all the diverse things that happen around you. And if you are not careful, that that's what the devil wants. The devil wants you to, to go, to leave the arena of faith and go into that realm of where you are interpreting, where your feelings is leading you. And when the devil gets you on that level, okay, you are gone. And there's nothing, and immediately you are gone. It will everybody, you, the, the next people around, it, that's what I'm trying to say. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. You must learn to live by faith. Amen. You must learn it. Somebody tell your neighbor, say, learn to live by faith. The Bible says that just shall live by faith. There's a reason why the Bible says that. It said that just shall live by faith. You must learn that. Hallelujah. You must learn to live by faith. I, I, sometimes I. I literally feel that, you know, um, some of the trainings that I was subjected to, you know, through the word of God and, the, you know, and prayers, sometimes I literally feel that, well, you know, we didn't subject most of our people into it. But, but I also thank God because the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth is self-sustaining. And, you know, thank God for Love Dominion Assembly and also for Georgia. But, you know, 
in Nigeria, you know, in the in the area, you know, I told us earlier, I said Nigeria in Nigeria we have luxury of time. We have luxury of time. You see people on mountains praying night and day. Okay? It has its advantage and it has its disadvantage, to be honest with you. You see people go to the mountains. They will pray, pray, pray for days, pray for something that they could, you know, uh, give themselves into. Of course, a lot of people are demonically, you know, inflicted. But you see all kinds of luxury. For example, in Nigeria, I remember I was going to the bush every day. Going to the bush almost every day, almost every day. Praying for at least three hours, four hours, sometimes eight hours. You know, just, you know, just go to the bush, you just pray. But yeah, you can't go to the bush. You know, especially in winter. <laughs> what do you want to go and do in the bush? Which bush, Seth? You get which bush? And we are, not, we are even looking at we are counting time here yeah, because a, people, a lot of people are hustling, trying to gather funds and for themselves to pay their bills. But in Nigeria, when you pay your house rent, it's for all year. The house rent you are paying for one year, I mean, for one year in Nigeria, it's all you're paying for one month here. Yeah. In some quarter, maybe one or two months. Do you know what I'm talking about here? Yeah. You know, your land is your land. Your arena is your area. If there is no light, you stay there. There is no... You understand what they say? You can gather wood and boil water behind your house. You can, you can always... You can always do something to manage what you, uh, what you have. I don't know if it's the same with India and some other countries too. But in Nigeria, we have the luxury. You know, the luxury. But yeah, you know, people are counting bills. You have to work. Some of you are doing night shift. Why you are doing the night shift? You, and and it's, it's understandable because you need to do something to earn money. Are you going to try and say, you need to do something to earn money? But in Nigeria, you know, it's, just, it's not just like that. So we have luxury of time. And because we have the luxury of time, we invest. It is easy for youth, especially for some of us, we invest our time in the things of God and all. And, and those things build toughness in us. Build toughness in us. You know, you, you tenacity. Truth, thick and thin, you are, you are standing. You are not shifting ground. I'm talking about if you are trained in that atmosphere where you invest spiritually. Are you going to try to say, yeah, somebody who had, you have been praying, you'll go to a camp and you are in that camp for seven days. Why? I remember there was one time we are my, you know, I was part of a team and we went to pray somewhere. We altered the, the bus, we gathered people. People just came to the location. We just sent location to people to come. People came to location, we gathered bus and we traveled to one southwest village. Travel far, enter corner that people will not know. So we got we got to a mountain. We all I think we were about five hundred, yeah, about or two hundred. I don't know, but between four hundred five hundred people. God, people came down. We started praying, fasting for six, seven days. After two days, we prayed. Uh, we prayed the first immediately. We land. We you know we landed. We prayed twelve hours in tongues. So after twelve hours in tongues, some people, some youth say, "Ah, I didn't know this is what uh, they say we should enter bus for." They did flyer for us to enter blood bus. I thought it's World Teenagers Conference. I didn't know it is World Changers Conference. You know, and we entered there. And I remember one guy said, I want to go home. There's no way. Buses have gone. And they are coming back after seven days or six days. So there is no way. You don't know where to go. It is in a bush. Forest. Amen. It's like kidnapping. <laughs> but, but spiritual things, you know. And what I'm saying is because those periods we build tough times, you know, build toughness rather. Hallelujah. So that in the midst of, sometimes in the midst of difficulties, you know, you're able to stand your ground still. Some of times, sometimes, some of you wonder, okay, how is pastor doing it? That is able to still, uh-uh, 
in some things. It's just standing. It's not as if the, you are not getting the arrows and the feelings are not coming. But you're standing because this is more to what you have gone through. You understand what I'm trying to say? This is literally small in court. Hallelujah. We must learn to build that tenacity. It's needed. We need it. That's why the Bible said the just shall live by faith. Just imagine Jesus. Jesus. They were flogging him, beating him, beating him. Flogging him, you know, with nails. And the Bible said, who for the joy that was set before him. It, see, it does not take a weakling to do that. Your mind must be sane. Your mind must be sane. For Jesus, for you to be nailed to the cross, the Bible says, the Bible says, people were, look at it, people were mocking him on the cross. Even before the cross, people were mocking him. Is he not the one that called himself a child of God? I'm a son of God. Come down now, now. I mean, he was still, even in the midst of it, he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. It takes, I can try to say here, yeah. it takes sound, sound mind. Somebody say sound mind. Sound. It takes sound mind. Sound mind. Sound mind. And the Bible said Jesus Christ built himself when he was young in the world. He was always in the temple listening and asking questions. Why won't he develop such sound mind, such soundness? Am I communicating to us here? You need soundness. Look your neighbor and say, you need soundness. This is not fake. This is not fake. We need to be sound. We need to be sound. I'm serious. You need to be sound in your mind. Tough times we come. Tough times we come. Amen. If I tell you that toughness will not come, that's not, I'm not, of course, it's not a gospel. That if I tell you that tough times will come, or tough times will not come, it is not the gospel. Amen. It's just reality of life. I hear the gospel is what Jesus has done for us on the cross. The gospel is not the tough time that is coming. Or the tough times that will not come. But I'm saying to you, in real life, you will, in life, you will face what? Tough times. Amen. Oh. You face tough times. And you must learn how to build tenacity. That despite things, you just stand in. That's why the Bible says we wrestle. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. I, I can imagine. Look at that. I, was, I used to think, well, look, at, I told us about Stephen, for example. Stephen went on his knees. <laughs> he was preaching the gospel. Uh, see, among even Paul, you know, we say Paul has revelation of the word. Like Paul wrote a lot. The revelation that Stephen was bringing out in Acts 9, those was deep. He was going from the Old Testament. He summarized the Old Testament. From Genesis to Malachi. He went from every story. He said all the story of everything. In one chapter. He was just saying it. And when he was speaking. The Bible says. They saw his face like the face of an angel. He saw his face. And yet. Stephen. They were stoning Stephen. They stoned Stephen. He died. He died. Stephen died. Even when he was manifested. When there was supernatural activity happening. He died. Are you going to say, yeah? The disciples, apostles in Acts 4, Acts 3, Acts 4, they went to preach. They took Peter and John, put them and said, don't preach again in this name. They threatened them. The Bible said they returned back to their company. They returned back where? To their company. Why? Because that's why they need the strength. The strength is in the company. Am I communicating to you here? Look at listening up. They were, they were challenged not to preach the gospel again. They didn't say, well, 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 well we have been commissioned. I remember minister, was it minister Chico? Was minister Chico say, they went to preach. First day, he preached the gospel. Somebody probably responded. 
The next day they went to preach the gospel because people nobody rejected, nobody accepted the gospel. He came back. That was about nine years ago, about eight years ago. He came back. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't come to church again for, for I think he left church for how many? I think almost like two months. He was, he was, he was sad. And I met him. That was eight, seven. I, I said, what is happening? What is happening? He said, we preach the gospel and they did not receive. I, I, I don't know if that's the way. What? He said, they did not receive. And you know, it was Larry that was telling me that, you know, because they preached the gospel, you know, Pastor, now, we try now, as we talk in tongues now, when we pray, we pray, we push, we talk to the person, the first day they receive, second day they did not receive Jesus. Ah, ah, eh, nah. Amen, now. Nah. It's no man. We have been preaching the gospel before. They not, we have been preaching the gospel, they stoned us. Amen. I have preached the gospel before. I went to mosque to preach the gospel, they stoned me. So, after stoning me, I will now say, Hey, oh, ah, God, God, why did you allow them to stone me? As I was about to lift up the stone, the hands were supposed to bend. Even God, God picked race. I was telling you, God, 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 when they gave birth to Jesus, Jesus, God in the flesh, when Herod said he wants to kill him, God picked race. They said, Angel came. They told them. I'm serious. Are you getting ready to say, yeah, angel came. He said, ah, behold, the child, oh, ah, Herod, there's threatening you. Take the child now. Run to Egypt. They did not say, okay, we're not wait. You don't know you're a child of God? <laughs> you, when they get back to you, you did not see innumerable come to Avengers? They shall defend you. He didn't, they didn't say that. You know, that would have been the normal thinking. There are times they were defended. There are times, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. But what did he do? The pit race. You must learn to walk by the spirit. Learn to walk by faith and not by sight. The core of what we gather is salvation. Salvation is the core of why we gather here. Amen. Amen. To build strength and tenacity. That's the reason why we are praying. We, we spend time in the Holy Ghost. Because tough times we come. Amen. Tough times we come. If, I, if you understand the intention of God for mankind you will know why he picked race. Because it's all for their salvation, not for their death. Just imagine somebody who, they just said, your name shall be called, call him Jesus, for he shall save his people from sin. And now, people, Herod now wants to come and kill him, and they now kill Herod. Herod that he came to die for. So he's doing that, he had to pick race for him. Are you going to try to say here? He picked race in love. Amen. Hallelujah. Tough times we come. Look at them and tell, tough times we come. They come. That's why we need God. Do we need God? We need God. He said, "Count it all joy. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation, diverse trials. Imagine they are frying palm, they fry oil to throw one of the apostles inside oil. John, they took him." Fry oil. <laughs> Amen. You know you are frying dodo and it's splashing on you. know what I'm talking about here. Ah. Amen. Some, some one of my staffs, you know, in, you know, they will show my pastor, look at what oil has done to us. Oil has touched. Ordinary splash of oil, touch skin, it burns. They are now frying oil to throw one man inside oil because he's preaching the gospel. And God never came down to fight them. Amen. Ronu, as in, Ronu, think well. Think. Because some of our supernatural things, a good mindset shall go, idol mindset is entered, because some of us, into the gospel. You think, because, you know, if you are having a good, all those, you know, jazz, 
You know, say, ah, you, me. You want to slap me. You slap somebody with ring. And the person falls down and, you know, you slap him or fight somebody with jazz. So you think, oh, I came to Jesus. You want to fight Jesus with jazz. I mean, you want to use Jesus like you're using jazz. They're true. These are people that were healing the sick. Getting people filled the Holy Ghost. Opening blind eyes. They carried them to throw inside. Or they went inside. All, many of them were, they fried. They fried. Some of them, they, they crucified them. They wanted to keep Peter. I told us this before. Peter said, no, 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 no. no." He said, don't crucify me like my Lord. He said, turn me upside down. Imagine that. Oh. Are, you, are you with me, yeah? Are you with me, yeah? So have you built your toughness like that? Have you built your toughness like that? Oh, still ready? Oh, I'm serious. Oh, still ready? Say, I'm serious. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, you are not ready for this gospel. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Oh, you're not ready for the gospel. He said, they want to kill him. He said, no, no, no. You will not kill me like my Lord Jesus Christ. He did not say, ah, heaven come down and kill all of these people. You are not ready. I'm saying, let the build. Let that in the midst of frying pan, you say, Father, glory be to God in the highest. Amen. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Paul and Silas was in prison. In prison. Death sentence was knocking at the door. They are saying it is time. We will judge them. One man cooler lay, he said. They said they will die this night. They said, Ah, this is the day that the Lord. The Bible said, and the prisoner heard them. It got to a point, they will sound loud. You know, we that they are supposed to be nobody that are saying that death sentence has come upon you. Why you they are supposed to be there? Ha ah, hey, this is the day that the Lord has made papa. That the Lord has papa papa. Are you gonna try to say yeah? And evil came down, the, the foundation shook. Get everything opened. They said the prisoner that wanted to even. One of the guards wanted to kill. Said, "No, no, 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 no! Don't kill yourself! Don't kill yourself! Ah, I will here for you now." You know, some of us say, "How's that?" This is what the Lord is doing, and you now come. <laughs> you come next. That you see now. Is it why God is not using some of you? You will now come next Sunday. Praise the Lord! Ah, we were in prison. The person that they took like, killed himself. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I <laughs> just ever say, "Wow, glory to God!" They killed himself. Yes. They kid himself. I mean, he kid himself rather. The guy wanted to kill himself. He said, "No, no, 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 no." Ah, uh-uh. we're here now. Don't worry, relax. We're here. Nothing will happen to you. Why? The guy said, "Ha! Ah, what must I do to be saved? I what? What can I do? Ah, uh-uh, kill day. What can I do to be saved?" He said, "Believe the gospel. You are your household." And they led the family to Jesus. Are you going to try to say, yeah, you learn to build toughness. Look your neighbor and get tell your neighbor. Say, learn to build toughness. Learn to build it. Learn to build it. Learn to build it to be tough. How do you get to be tough? You get tough in the world. You look at the world. You get tough in the world. Hallelujah. You build yourself in the world. Despite situations, you look at the world and know what the word of God says. This is what, and there is a crown of glory. A crown of righteousness that even awaits you. You both have the reward now and also the reward to come. Learn to build toughness. It is not age dependent. It's not age dependent. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's not age dependent. You learn to build toughness. You learn, that's the reason why the reason why we have structures like that in church. It's just to help us. For example, when your leader says, Why did you come late? It's helping you. It's helping you. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
I know some of us, I know, sometimes when some people, when I call some people, oh, why have you not been in church? So, well, I know I couldn't, you know, this is, I couldn't, I don't have a taxi fee. I understand. And some people, okay, yeah, I understand. I, you know, I, I try to understand, okay? But in those days, I was not, I mean, we don't understand. We track down in the code, hallelujah. Oh, mama, shut up, yeah, dada. Are you going to try to say, yeah? We check down in the code. We, I told us how to trek. When you don't have money, you are trekking to church. I told us, don't trek fast. Don't walk fast. Just do slow. Because if you walk fast, they'll think where you're going is far. Just took slow. So they'll think it's near. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm serious, honestly. But learn to build it. Learn to build that toughness. That's the word for us to do. I just felt that in my spirit while I was preparing this morning that some of us, we must learn it. Learn it. Amen. Learn it. Learn it. Learn to be part of the process. Some of us, little things irritate us. Little. Little thing irritated. Somebody was talking to me recently, and I, you know, say, you know, some people don't come to church because of. I know why some people don't come to church. Why they don't love God? Why they beef in Jesus? It's because they just. I mean, for example, I, I've gone to the street of Georgia. You know, those I, I try to preach to some people, and I say, some people say, well, they don't believe God exists, and the reason why is because where was God when, when my stepdad was beating me, and you know. So because of the, you know, the abuse, so God takes, I understand, this person is not yet born again and has not received the gospel. But what about you that have encountered the gospel? Amen. Amen. But it, it may not be the same situation, but something similar, you know, something that has similar effects is also making you to shift your ground. Please. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you look at, sometimes when you ask some of us, you think we don't go through stuffs. We go through stuffs. Amen. Hallelujah. Go through stuffs. Glory to God. So let's open our Bibles to. Um, we started a series a couple of like weeks ago. We look at out of the shadows. We look at we are not under the law part one. We are not under the law part two, which has, has another title. And we are not under the law part three. Today we do we are not under the law part four. Hallelujah. We are not under the law. Last week, we looked at the fact that the end point of what Jesus did on the cross by ending the old covenant was to give us the promise of what? Of the Spirit. Thank you. So that every believer, so for example, the outpouring of the Spirit is a talking, I mean, is a proof of the new covenant, that there is a new covenant, that there is an outpouring of the Spirit. Okay, for example, we never saw that happen before. We saw it happened in Acts chapter 2, where the believers, including, the, including Jesus' mother, gathered at the upper room and waited. They waited for the promise of the Spirit, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, the Bible says, and they all spoke with tongues. All of them. All of them. It was the mark of the new covenant. Hallelujah. It was a proof that, hey, something, a new era has come. That they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they talk in tongues. All of them. Now I told us a while ago. It may not be instant. Well, that would be ridiculous. Amen. It's, it's actually not instantly like all of them. But they all began at some point. Amen. So it could be for example. Let's say just imagine about. Almost about this number. In this. Uh, in this all. Almost. I mean. You know. 
they got gathered and while they were waiting for the promise of the spirit the appointment of the spirit came upon them and they began to talk in tongues now the way it happened like i tried to describe it to some of us you know it's not like oh they all started oh my brother shake you know straight you know it could be like maybe for example five people started and while five people were praying in tongues the other another people cast the caught the fire another people caught the fire and it went on and on and on and like oh yeah get what i'm trying to say here so that's the way you know it happened and they were all talking in tongues speaking in language that they did not understand they were just speaking in words to some people outside they heard them speaking for example those that were outside the hall heard them some heard them speaking in uh, their own language. Somebody said, are they not all these people? So let me give you a description. It's like saying, I from Idwani, for example, in, in Nigeria, and you know, and I'm outside and I'm hearing all of you speaking in Idwani. Another person outside is hearing all of you speaking in Igbo. Another person outside is hearing all of you speaking in Malay. 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 Yeah, Indian language, yeah, Hindi, whatever. Amen. God help me. <laughs> Praise God. And you know, so that's so, it was so supernatural. Like so supernatural that everybody's hearing, like you could hear all of them speaking. This is it. Let me even tell you this. Let me tell you this. Everyone listen up. Just look at it. Think, think a little bit. If all of us here are speaking English and we're all speaking together in English, there's no way someone that is outside, okay, will be able to hear distinctly what all of us are saying. Am I communicating? If you're all speaking in English aloud, hey, money come about. I mean, come here, come here, come here. How are you doing? What well, everybody just speaking words? You're speaking as you like. There's no way someone outside would hear what we are saying in, in unison. Are you getting that? Because we are all saying different things. Now, but this time around, people were outside. Those that were outside were hearing everyone speaking in unison their own language. So Ibo man is hearing. All of them speaking Igbo to him. In fact, they wrote what they said. They said they were declaring the wonderful works of God. Well, what is the wonderful work of God? What he did by raising Jesus from the dead. So you see, it is actually supernatural. So it's not as if, oh, they were speaking Chinese. Oh, chan 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 chan. And that person saying, and that speaking Igbo. And that person speaking Catholic. No, 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 no. That would be ridiculous. They were just speaking words. Hallelujah. Just speaking in an unknown tongues. But the Holy Ghost was doing the whatever supernatural interpretation in that regard. Am I communicating? But this is the high point of what I'm talking about. That the outpouring of the Spirit is there talking of the new covenant. We looked at that last week. And that is something that, you know, for example, that, that is the reason why when we gather, we told us that is the supply of the Spirit. Amen. Are we together here? Yeah? It's the supply of the Spirit. I told you that, for example, some people will complain, well, somebody does not greet me. You give greeting. If somebody is not greeting you, what should you do? Give the greeting. Show that you are in the spirit. Am I communicating to you here? Yeah. <laughs> well, ah, this uh, brother does not give it. You give it by the spirit. Supply the spirit. Amen. So it is in the supply of the spirit. When we gather together, we supply the spirit. When I'm, as I'm talking now, what I'm doing, I'm supplying the Spirit. I'm giving edification by the Spirit. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? It's not the time to say, that's why, you know, gossip, I told us, gossip is an act of the flesh. It's because of gossip. It's, the, it's because of growth. There is immaturity. 
Uh, why, 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 would, would there not be weakness among the believers that gather? Why would there be weakness? Are they made of gold? They are made of dust. So to so in court. It's of the flesh. There's going to be weakness. Everybody gather there. You have weaknesses whether you like it or not. Challenges sometimes will bring out your weakness. You will see. Some of you, you will see your leader. Your leader has a particular temper. He says, ah, he's always having temper. Temper, temper. Temper, temper. Hey, now. That's the other day. When I came to meeting. Yeah, that's true. The other day. You supply the spirit. Amen. You supply the spirit. Glory to God. John 13. Go there quickly. Okay, before we go to John 13, let's just establish the fact again that we are not under the law. Romans chapter 10. Let's go there. We just read those scriptures. I'm not going to do explanation on them. Just to read those scriptures. And we move to the next part of the message. Romans and chapter 10. Romans and chapter 10 verse 4. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 10, verse 4. If you're there, say Jesus is Lord. Look at what he says. He said, Christ, he said, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believe. I did not write that. Amen. He said, Christ. Is the end of the law. You know, where we have to go back to the, the book of Moses in Leviticus chapter. He says, Amen. You know, those people say, Ah, in Leviticus. He say, Don't wear trousers. Amen. But, uh, in Deuteronomy, rather, you know. Interestingly, it's not even like that, but let's just you know, say, Ah, eh, why, why will you put that truth? Amen. And the person that even said, why would you put that to? He has Mark here. He's from Yoruba land. Yeah, natural. natural. Yeah. Amen. Said, why would you put that to? So I'm not even saying that, oh, be putting tattoos. That's not what I'm saying. Amen. The one that he said, why would you put that to? He's the one that has cut his hair, shape. You know, this is a good Christian. Look at how he shape his head. Eh? Shape head. And in the law, he said, you must not shape your hair. Amen. You don't shape. Like uh, Mr. Matt now is a sinner. Look at how shape. Fine. Fine. Sharp. Has it sharp? But, but in our days, in our days, actually, that's really the real bro. Amen. That's the bro. Like the, that's, the, that's the anointed man of God. You know? Shape. Sharp. The beard gang. That is the real anointing in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. But we can go on and on because it's quite messy. I remember somebody said something one time. He said, ah, you know, uh, I don't know, somebody who, who, okay, you know, you know, he has, you know, he's a freezer and he has a lot of, you know, shekpes, you know, but, 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 <clears throat> you know, I'm not mentioning anybody's name. You know, you know, the Bible says, you know, uh, you know, in the, you know, that the faith of many will grow cold and a lot of people will now go to that freezer and their faith will grow cold. Now, I'm not, I'm not mentioning anybody's name. But this is where I'm going, everybody. You know, the, the man said, you know, the guy is, a, is an OAP. He said something, something is very valid, actually. He was saying something about tightening, about tightening and tightening. And which was actually, you know, we teach some of this, we teach some of this. But of course, some of these things lack the element of, um, some of the statement lacks the element of the unity of the body. Okay? And it does not promote faith. And also, 
the demonstration of the spirit. But that's by the way. Let me. I, I, I don't want to go deep into that. So somebody, you know, some of my, some of our fathers also in the faith also reacted. Ah, how can anybody say that uh, you know alcohol? You know, how can we drink alcohol in the? You know, because in the law, amen. Your tithing. Are you following everybody? When you give tithe, the tithe you are supposed to use the tithe to buy alcohol. Not only alcohol alone, other things. And people will shock. I hope you know that. Amen. Yeah, it's in the law. In the law. It's there. It's not like uh, maybe in the law. People are supposed to shock. Maybe let's go there. I think Deuteronomy 14. Let's go there. We just touched that. But I'm not talking about tight today. But just, uh, amen. Just to, uh, just, to, uh, just to mention it. For the sake of mentioning. I think Deuteronomy 14. I don't know if I'm right about that. Is it Deuteronomy 14? Amen. Uh, I don't want to do... I don't want to be distracted today. Okay. Okay, 20, okay, 14. Okay, let's read 14. We're reading from verse, um, yeah, 22, but, um, amen. So we read from verse, um, amen. I don't want us to jump. I want us to start from the beginning, actually. Okay, well, let's read from, let's start read from, oh, 22, let's read 22, okay, thank you, 22. He said, thou shalt truly tithe all the increase of thy seed that the field bringeth forth year by year, and thou shalt eat before the Lord thy God in the place where he shall choose to place his name there, the tithe of corn, the tithe of wine, and of thy alcohol, and of thy oil, uh, fitly, whatever. Verse 24, and if the way be too long for thee, thou shalt that thou art not able to carry it, or if the place be too far for thee, which the Lord thy God shall choose to set his name there, when the Lord thy God has blessed. Verse 25. So what he's trying to say is that if the place is too long, and you cannot carry the heavy load, just convert it to money. 25 says, Thou shalt turn it to money, and bind it upon, and bind up the money in thy hand, and thou shalt go to the place which the Lord thy God has chosen. Okay, are we together? And thou shalt bestow the money for whatsoever thy soul lusted after. For oxen, are we together? 26, for sheep, and for wine, and for what? Now, this strong drizzle is not ragolis water. <laughs> Amen. And it's not tea, and it's not uh, juice. It's not sandora. <laughs> Amen. I, I'm just saying, you know why I'm saying, see, see, this is, listen up, listen up everybody. I'm not saying this for the sake of, oh, let's isolate this scripture and say, I'm just saying that if we read the law in all total, you will be tired. It's so broad. There are all kinds of messy things, including shaping of air, including what I'm wearing. Hallelujah. Including that. It's so much. The Ten Commandments, okay, where the tip of the iceberg, like, like the tip, out of the entire 613, were tip of the iceberg. Of course, even the Ten Commandments were re-emphasized in the old, in the new covenant. So it's not where, you know, the, the new covenant re-emphasized the Ten Commandments but classified them largely under the lust of the flesh. Okay, and of course, also warned believer not to practice those things. Are we together here? Yeah. But if you go to the ordinances, they're so broad. They're so broad. But today is not the day to start looking at Leviticus. Down, you can go ahead and read that by yourself at home. And as you are reading it, be going down on your knees and say, Father, I glorify you. Because 
you keep reading things because the more you are reading it, you begin to see the one that you are broken. I am trying to say, yeah, you are broken. It. That, that's the reason why, for example, it's, it's to be wrong to take somebody to the law of Moses to justify somebody or, you know, or crucify somebody or vindicate somebody. Because when you take somebody to the law, are we together, everybody? When you take somebody to the law, the same law that you will find that disqualify the person will also disqualify you if you go broad. Am I communicating to us here? So it will go broad. That is the only, that's the reason why we come to the cross. So the cross is the only standard that saves all men. And what the cross did to us was to install in us, to change our spirit, made us a new creature. Are we together, everybody? The cross made us, Christ made us a new creature. And now, in the New Testament, we receive the outpouring of the spirit. Why? Because he wants to walk in you. So that's what I was saying earlier in the church. So rather than you going to the law to know how to live now, the spirit of God wants to live through you. Are you getting trying to say, yeah, God wants to be one with you. You don't want any isolation. It's not like you'll be far. No, no, no. He wants to walk in you. All the promises he says, he says, if you keep my commandment, we will come. I am a father, we come and make our abode in you. That's why the New Testament keeps saying, well, our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Because in the Old Testament, they go to a temple where there is an ark of covenant to worship. But now in the New Covenant, the temple of the Holy Ghost is you. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That's why, for example, church in Love Dominion, church, church actually does not open. I don't know how to put it. Church starts meeting. I don't, maybe you don't understand what I'm trying to say. Like this building now is not, you know, I understand, okay, politically, you know, try to be nice. We're going to church. Amen. But the real sense of it, the real church is those that are gathered here. Yeah. You are the church. These are buildings. They put them with blocks. And this thing is with cocoa or wood. Are you getting trying to say, yeah, you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You are the one that is anointed. The Holy Ghost is living in you. Glory to God. I can go on and on, but this is, today is not the day to do that. Go and do that exercise. Read from um, Exodus to Deuteronomy, Leviticus, Numbers. Just read them. Read them. Do that assignment yourself. Hallelujah. Go back to Romans. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10 said what? It said Christ, verse 4. I want us to read it together again. Romans 10, 9. 10, 4. Romans 10, 4. One to go, everybody. One to go. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believes. So immediately you believe, you become righteous. <laughs> you know, are you going to try to say, yeah, you know somebody say, well, how can somebody say he's righteous? The reason why they are thinking why somebody cannot say he's righteous is because they are going to the law. Because by the law, it's not possible. But by virtue of what Jesus did on the cross, you become righteous. When you believe, he said Christ become the end of the law to everyone that what? Believes. Say I'm a believer. Immediately you believe like this, you become righteous. You become righteous. Ah, see, whether you like it or not, you don't look righteous. It is the person's eye that is blurry. Are you trying to say here? Yeah. You don't look righteous. See, let me tell you whether you walk into this hall, you are righteous. You go out on the street, you are righteous. You are driving, you are righteous. You are going in the, you are righteous. You are walking, you are righteous. Why are you righteous? Because you are believed. Amen. Are we together here? Yeah. Galatians and chapter 3. 
There are so many scriptures anyway, but let's just do Galatians 3. Galatians 3, by reading 24, 22 to 24. Galatians 3, he said, the scripture, for the scripture has concluded all under sin. Are we together? That's what I said earlier. The scripture has concluded all under sin. Why? That the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that what? Now, but before faith came, we were kept under the law. Shut up unto the faith, we should afterward be revealed. So he said we were kept under the law. Speaking as an Israelite here. Paul, in verse 24, wherefore the law was our schoolmaster. You know, you know, you know who schoolmaster is? Those, those, you know, if you are, I don't know, even the way I used to see it, I'm used to see it with the eyes of Nigeria. You know, schoolmaster, now, they used to wear this, you know, and shot with K like this. Ipaka. And yes, you know, schoolmaster. He said the law was our schoolmaster. A headmaster, schoolmaster, to bring us to who? To Christ. So the law was supposed to bring them. Why? Why? Let me tell you, everybody listen up. Why do you think the law needed to, the law will bring them? Because the Bible talk about the people of Israel. It said they are stiff naked, very stubborn people. So they needed iron hand. The people of Israel are very stubborn. They needed iron hand. Even despite the fact that they had the oracle of God, they were still disobeying God anyhow. If not for the covenant and for the seed of God that was among them. He said the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. Why? So the law was supposed to guide them. Well, Master Law. No, 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 stay here. Stay. No, 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 don't go beyond this level. Hey, if you go, we'll kill you. Hey, hey, don't go, don't go. So the law was supposed to guide them to Christ. So until when they get to Christ, what will Christ do? He will justify them. So the law could not have justified anybody. So it would be wrong. Like we said last week, it would be senseless to take somebody to the law to seek justification. Am I communicating? Did I write this thing? I did not write it now. We are reading it yourself. Why are you looking at me like I wrote it while you were asleep? I did not write it. It's there. Glory to God. It's there. He said the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. Only it's only faith alone. I'm serious. There's no how. It's only faith alone that can justify you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Look at that. He said that my what? But justified by faith. Where did we stop now? 24. Now, let's read 25. He said, but after that faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. Who is the schoolmaster? Who is the, did I tell you before? Did I say the law? You know, we read it now. I said the law was our schoolmaster. He said, after faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. He said, no. Pastor, you're going to arrest me. The pastor is just speaking heresy. How can he be saying that we are not under the law? It's not me that said it. All the apostles, even Jesus, they said it. Everybody said it. Hallelujah. We are not under the law. We are not under the law. There is nothing you can do about it. You cannot kill me. Amen. If you kill me to say all that thing, we, 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 are, we live there. I don't say we die. We live here. Hallelujah. It doesn't change anything. Paul said, if I preach that Christ, if Paul said, if I am preaching that we are justified by the law. He said, why am I being persecuted? It will be easy now. If I go about and say, well, do the law, do the law. Nobody will persecute you now. Who wants to persecute you? Yeah. I, you, you, you know, I say. The Pharisee will not persecute him. The people that are persecuting him were the Pharisees. The, why would they persecute Because he's still pushing the agenda. But this is a different agenda than that Christ is justifying people without the law. <laughs> 
Hallelujah. You know, somebody said, this, somebody, some people feel, ah, this does not make me feel more important. Yes, that's the essence. Because, you know, you want to feel important than me. I have done all. I have done 500. You have not done one. So you feel more important. That's the essence. To feel, to make you feel not important. So your importance will not be in Christ. Because there's no way you come to Christ and you feel, you know, there's no way your flesh will be glorified in Christ. It's not possible. Because every standard you are bringing to in Christ, it is, what I mean, what I'm saying is that every standard you bring to Christ is nonsense. It's nothing. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? When we come to Christ, we all come the same. You are any man is in Christ, a new creature. What is a pastor? away? That's what I was telling you earlier the last Sunday. I said this. The reason why I'm pastor here is because God needed me to do an assignment. It doesn't make me more important. I remember somebody told me one time, that was 12 years ago. He said, ah, he said, that was, uh, no, that I was pastor in a campus church. Yeah. He said, ah, sir, you know you are here. We are here. I said, oh, we are okay. You don't know what you are saying. You are here. Well, who are here? Who is here? The reason why, why I'm doing it is because of responsibility. Grace is supplied because of responsibility. Of course, we all know the grace, but I'm not here. In the spirit, we are all seated together with Christ Jesus in heavenly places. All of us, either way, anointed man of God is coming to town. The people that is listening to, they are anointed children of God. We are anointed. If you are not anointed, you will not understand this thing. The word of God itself is anointed. Am I communicating to you here? The word of God itself is anointed. So, the word, are we together, everybody here? He said, if any man is in Christ, the word here, there is Christ is from the Greek word Christo. It means the anointing. If any man is in Christ, if any man is in the anointing, he's a new creation. So, the pastor, the bishop, and everything, they are both in Christ, the same way as the one, the members too. But the more you get to God responsible in Christ, responsibility begins to come. And every responsibility, there's a supply of grace. If you are a psalmist, there's a supply of grace to make you be an effective psalmist. If you are an instrumentalist, there's a supply of grace to make you be an effective instrumentalist. If you are a preacher, there's a supply of grace to make you be an effective preacher. It is all these things are the same supply of the spirit I'm talking about here. So that's what I'm saying. You now, you now notice somebody is not greeting you where? As a believer, supply the greeting. Supply. Make sure, because we are all together here. Are we talking about here? Praise God. He said, we are not under the law. He said, 27, look at it, 26. He says, but he said, look at 26. That 26 is going to so. 26, what, what did he say? He said, for you are all what? <laughs> we are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. All of us. We are all children of God. So he said, I remember when I was growing up, you know, I used to go to redemption camp. You know, I, I spent about 20 years or more in redeem. Now, CCG. And most of the things I, most of my initial tenacity and everything, we know, got it from Redeemer. And thank God, God bless our Zona pastors and, and all those parishes. And most of the ministers, they, they put us, drilled us. Hallelujah. You know, in our CCG, eh? God bless you. Just go to the right one. Amen. <laughs> but where? And when I mean, sorry, forgive me for what I just said. I mean, I'm talking about go to a place where the pastor, one subject, a pastor, one of those pastors, we are dragging We are fasting to camp. We are going to pray, come. Amen. No, we chin chin. I mean, we pray. We're in teenagers class, but yes, they will say, we have to pray. Amen. We had, we had a pastor. Mommy, I did you, babe. 
If you want to give, if we are in teenagers' class, if you want, if they tell you to raise hand, you want to give an answer, you must quote scripture. If you don't quote scripture, sit down. Even if what you are saying is truth, if they tell you, eh, did Jesus die for our sin? Say, yes, man, Jesus died for our sin. She will tell you what scripture. If you don't know any scripture, say, sit down. Amen. So those things used to make us to want to go and find, you know, where it is. I don't know. Does she still do that? She still do that, Abby? <laughs> Amen. I don't know. Amen. Did she do that for you guys? <laughs> because she was also there. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. I mean, so what I'm trying to say is this, that, you know, all those things build tenacity. Glory to God. Build tenacity. Ephesians 2. I think I was supposed to say something, but I skipped it. Ephesians 2, verse 15, 14 to 15. A random version. Look at it, 14 to 15. For he is our peace who has, bought, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Verse 15. Having what? Abolish in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandment containing ordinances, for to make himself a twain. One new man, so making peace. Look at what he says he abolished. What did he abolish again? He said he have abolished the, the, the enmity, even the law of commandment contained in ordinances for to make himself So what we have now in Christ, amen, is the supply of the spirit. Let's go to uh, John. John. Hallelujah. John 13 that we said we should open earlier. So, so that we all just understand how this new role now in the New Testament. John, so we are, we, are, we, are, we are in the New Testament. Amen. We are in the New Covenant. You have to realize that. I mean, you have to think it and know that ah, we are in the New Covenant. You know, when we say New Covenant, sir, I know they say, Majem, see, the New Covenant, are we together, everybody? It is new to the Israelites. To the Israelites. They say, it is a new covenant. Because we have a document. So that's where we have a document to go to say, well, we're going to the old covenant, old by old testament, new testament. But in reality, experientially, because by document we have the old covenant, and by document we have the new covenant. By document, are we together everybody? By document, the old testament started from Genesis. And ended when? In Malachi. The old covenant. Amen? But by document, the new covenant started in Matthew and ended in Revelation. By document. See? By document. It started in Matthew and it ended in Revelation and probably till now. But experientially, experientially, in reality, if you are not looking at a book, in reality, the old covenant started when? Not from Exodus, yes. In especially started from Exodus. Okay, because there was no law in Genesis. So, you know that the person that was writing Genesis was writing it in their old covenant. So, Moses wrote Genesis in the old covenant. Are we going to try to say here? But, in experientially, there was no law, no covenant in Genesis. Covenant started where? In Exodus. Are we together? Experientially too. The new covenant started in the book of Acts. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Experientially, Jesus has not died. So the new covenant has not begun. So the new covenant started after the death of Jesus. Am I communicating to you here? So, but before that time, you see, Jesus had been saying things. 
So, like I said, to us that are not born, to us that were Gentiles, amen, we do, we don't have old covenant. So what we only have now is the covenant. Actually. Am I communicating? We only came. What was old for us? The old covenant for us actually were the idol worshipping. In court. But it's just, just, just that the covenant was not with God. So in, in essence, we only have the covenant. But we also understand what people mean when they say old covenant. Am I communicating to you here? Are we together everybody? But look at what he says there. Let, let, let's go to, before we go to John, in five minutes, I should be rounding up. Let's go to Hebrews first. Uh, Hebrew, uh, Hebrews 9. Just to, to help us a little bit. Are you there? Hebrews and chapter 9. So look at it. Look at where? Look at 16. Hebrews 9, 16. I want us to read it together. Everybody, Hebrews and chapter 9, verse 16. What does it say? It says, for where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of a testator. So what are we trying to say here? That until Jesus' death, the testament did not begin. Am I communicating to you here? Until the death of Jesus, covenant did not begin. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Okay, all those things where Jesus was talking to them, they were still talking under the old covenant. So the new covenant started after the death of Jesus. Am I communicating to us here? Praise God. So let's go back to John. John and chapter 13. If you are there, say Jesus is Lord. John 13, 34. So John 13, 34, look at what he says there. So Jesus speaking, he said, a new commandment I give unto you. Amen. Are we together? So this is Jesus said, a new commandment. Imagine, I mean, commandment to two, uh, whatever we call it. So look at it. A new commandment I give unto you. Why? What is the commandment? That you love one another as I have loved you. That you also love one another. That is the new, that's the commandment because every testament as its own commandment, as its own ordinances. Amen. Let me say this. Have you seen it before? I think I told us before. When people are making covenant between themselves, among Africans and Indians, I think you understand this better. People do blood covenant. They say, ah, you are traveling out to Georgia. <laughs> and there are so many boys and five, five girls there. Let us tear our blood now and put it together. The day you look, not even, not even say, hey. the day you look at another woman, that day your leg will bend. Another one will say, well, that day you will die. Another one will say, the day you kiss another woman. So every, all of them have different commandments. Different ordinance that surround their own agreement. I mean, communicate to you. So let's just put all those stupid, you know, command covenant aside. You know, those babyish ones. Okay. Well, I'm looking about the new the covenant. The new covenant has its own. When Jesus was dying on the cross and shed his blood, the new covenant has its own commandment. And the commandment is what say a new commandment I give unto you. When somebody say I'm giving you a new one, it means it's declaring the other one obsolete. But the Bible says. 
abolish. So a new commandment I give it to you. What is commandment? That you love one another. But you are not going to love one another like, you know, you know, the way you just want to love one another. You are going to love one another the way I've loved you. Look at Galatians and I round up with this. By God's grace. Galatians. I wish I would continue, but time will not permit us. Galatians 6. Hallelujah. The love of Christ. That, that is the supply of the Spirit. Remember we said earlier in Galatians, we said the fruit of the Spirit is love. Amen. That is because the one that is born of God now is filled with the Holy Ghost, isn't it? We told us this before, Galatians 5.22, thereabouts, isn't it? He says, um, yeah, 5.22, but that's not where we're going actually. Galatians 5.22, he says, the fruit of the Spirit is what? Don't forget what we said last week. We said that the talking of the new covenant is appointing of the Spirit. So now that you have the appointing of the Spirit, the fruit that the Spirit produces is love. Though it is, I told us a while ago, it didn't say the fruit of the Spirit are love, are, uh, joy, peace. No, no, no. They actually, these are not the fruit. I don't know how to put it. To how, you know, I understand how people describe it, okay? The Spirit, love, joy, peace. He's saying the fruit of the Spirit is love, is peace, is it's just like saying, um, you know, I am, I'm, I'm, my name is Nife, uh, Nife is a pastor, Nife is a CEO, Nife is, a, is an hustler, Nife, yeah, 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 yeah. Osla in that sense of hustling, amen. Nife is a, you know, is, is a husband, Nife, you know, sometimes you, you begin to say all those things. So, the fruit of the spirit is love, is peace. Are you going to try and say, yeah, it's all shades of the Spirit. Amen. And that is what you have. But let's keep reading everybody because of time. Galatians 6, go there. Galatians 6 says, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual, so the person that is spiritual that knows that someone has been overtaken in fault. Okay, you know what, what does he say? He said, restore such a one in the spirit of weakness, meekness, Considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Verse 22, what did he say? Bear ye one another's what burden, so you fulfill the law of Christ. What is the law of Christ? That you love one another. He said, Bear, see, that is why the new covenant is anyone who failed the law of love eh, has missed it. I'm saying, see, the same way in the old covenant you miss, you do all those things, but the new covenant you miss the law of love. That's why I'm telling you, a lot of people's blessings are staunched, are hanging because of certain things they have said. And they don't know, they are, I've been doing good now. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't, what I'm trying to say is that I don't even put lipstick, oh, I don't even wear trousers. I don't even, I've not even, I have paid my tithe daily. I have done it, but you, it is you inside that heart. That's where it thread is. That, inside that heart, that's where God, you look somebody weakness, you, are, you amplify the weakness. No, 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 no. As in the new covenant, if you are in the new covenant, you see another brother, burdened, he said, bear each other's burden. They, they don't need to know. They don't need to see you. We don't need to see you in public. You just go to your closet. Ah, that brother, ah, I notice. You're going to pray. They are telling you that that sister, ah, that sister, the way that sister used to do, you know, way before they, you know, they just touch her like this. Hey, you know, she has fallen. And you are, they say, hey, now, ah, she, she's promiscuous. Hey, 
Hey, hey, oh. As she's a Christian, it is you, your mouth. What should you do, brothers and sisters? You bear each other's burden. You bear the burden. Say, uh-uh, that's my sister in Christ. You begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. You're going to pray in the Holy Ghost. You pray, you begin to intercede. I remember somebody, let me tell you something. Eh? There's one, I, 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 I want to believe that a lot of people also prayed, must have prayed. There's one of my friends who has married, who was married when I was in Ogumosho. I think probably 2007 or 8. She married to a pastor. And since that 2008, they never had a baby since. So every, I mean, I, I know that they don't post, they never posted baby picture. I, I so, the, uh, 2018, when I, I just, uh, no, I, I have to fast and pray. I, they didn't, they didn't, nobody sent me work. They did not call me. But I know these people are Christians. And they have been trusting God for the fruit of the womb. What did you do? I began to pray. I began to pray. began to pray. I just began to pray. I did not even tell them, uh, uh, this is what. I just prayed. Lord, answer them. I know they have been praying. And I believe too that there are also other believers that are working in love that would have also joined in praying for them. I know. So I'm not saying that a minimum but we have one. And the one that prayed for them. No. I'm saying I know. Because they themselves do their praying. Other people are praying. You know some people are like that. Because you say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, you say in Jesus' name. Anybody can say in Jesus' name and it will work. I can, of course, there's a supply of grace too for, our, for office. I'm saying. But I'm saying you can say in Jesus' name and it will work. So that, I'm the one I pray for. Yes. Amen. We bless God. We pray. But we thank God. After nine months, after ten months, God answered them with twins. I was very happy. I said, huh? Oh, well, look at what God is doing. And look at it. It was from afar. I was in Nautech. I was praying one of the bush prayers. I was praying and praying one day. As I was praying, I was praying, I was praying. It has never happened to me before. As I was praying, I was praying. I got to a point. Suddenly, I just saw myself in, an, in one hospital. I knew it was Netherlands. And I was not thinking about Netherlands. I just saw myself. Huh? I just saw myself walk to a woman. You know, where on the sick bed. And I, be, I continue intercession. So I just switch. I start praying for somebody that is sick. Maybe that believer is on the sick bed and just trusting God for somebody just stretch hand of faith. All of us. And God will be looking. God will be scrolling through all the planets to see believers that are ready to pray. My point is that be ready to pray for people. I, not only pray, be ready to bear each other's body. Every one of us here, we are into go a minimal joint. It is the only ghost that brought us together. That's what I'm trying to say here. You'll be ready for each other. Glory to God. Be ready. He said, fulfill ye the love of the law of Christ. Fulfill ye the law of Christ. Of course, I know some um, things happen, but yeah. But we fulfill the law of Christ. There are some people that we are still praying for. Their head is still stubborn. We are still praying for them. Amen. Yes, yes, sir. They say yes, sir, because yeah, it's true. Amen. There are some people you know, you could be yourself. There are some people that are very stubborn. Continue. Don't stop. Keep praying for them. Don't give up. Hallelujah. I want you to buy hair this morning. Okay, just pray to God. Just thank God for the word. Thank you for the word. Thank you for the word. And the Bible says the love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Spirit is a token of the new covenant. But it says when the Holy Spirit comes, it said he sheds abroad the love of Christ. Just pray. Say, Lord, I thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for the anointing in your word. Thank you for the anointing your word. I receive your spirit. Thank you for, su- for the supply of your spirit. Thank you. I walk in love in the name of Jesus. I walk in love in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I walk in love. I walk in love. You are loving through me. You are healing through me. I'm bearing the bodies of others. 
through your spirit. I refuse to gossip about others. I refuse. My mouth refused to put people down. People, no, no, no. My mouth refused to do that in the name of Jesus. Because I'm anointed of God. In the name of Jesus. The weakness of my brothers and my sisters, I don't count, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't count on them. I don't work on them. I don't take advantage of other people's weakness. No, 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 no. I supply strength. In the name of Jesus. I supply strength. I'm a strength giver. I'm a strength supplier. In the name of Jesus. I'm a strength supplier. In the name of Jesus. I'm, I'm positioned to give. In the name of Jesus. I'm a strength supplier. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray.